0: Chapter 2 Checked in and ready for takeoff. Total pipeline size, farmer breaking the sound barrier as it zooms past 20k. As we wake up and excitedly make our departure on the first day of our trip, let's get this show on the road by taking a bird's eye view of the scope of the territory we'll be exploring, by looking at the total number of drugs currently in the pipeline. As usual, it's worth starting off with a definition of what we mean by pipeline since all of the analysis in this report will be focusing on this set of drugs. By pipeline, we mean that we're counting all drugs in development by pharmaceutical companies, from those at the preclinical stage, through the various stages of clinical testing and regulatory approval, and up to and including launch. Launched drugs are still counted, but only if they're still in development for additional indications or markets. Drugs whose development has had brakes put on, or whose development is complete, are not included. All data were collected on 4 January 2022. Like planning a holiday to a country with an unstable regime, it hasn't been so easy to predict what we would find on landing in 2022. COVID-19 undoubtedly had a disrupting effect, coming as it did two years ago, apparently from nowhere. It was certainly a case of all hands on deck as Farmer made a titanic effort to avoid the Covid iceberg. But did the pandemic rock the boat and cause everyone to man the lifeboats? Or are we now pursuing plain sailing as we chart towards calmer waters? If you're interested in a broad-brush answer to this question, perhaps a look at the total number of drugs currently in R&D would float your boat. Hitting 20,109 pipeline drugs... Farmer appears to have the wind in its sails, if you'll excuse the mildly mangled metaphor. This represents an expansion rate of 8.22% over 2021's number, a growth rate coming in close to twice the 4.76% seen over the previous 12 months. It's not as big as 2020's 9.62%, but given that 2019 and 2018's figures were 5.99%, and 2.66% respectively, it's at the upper end of the figures seen over the past five years, and considerably above the five-year average of 6.25%. It also takes the pipeline size beyond the magical 20,000 number for the first time. This means there are 1,527 more drugs in development than there were this time last year whereas last year the uplift was only 845 drugs. As we'll see later, new additions of Covid-related agents came in at a much lower rate during the past 12 months, so they don't count for this big increase. It seems that Pharma is, however, sailing along at some speed, buoyed by the prevailing winds resulting from the crisis. In fact, 6,343 new drugs were added to the Pharma Projects database during 2021. Considerably more than the 5,544 added during 2020, and leaving the 4,730 added the year before that in its wake. Undoubtedly, there is some effect here of better detection of new drugs, thanks to our ever-improving editorial methods. But this is surely only part of the story. It really does feel that this year, rather than being hampered by the pandemic, the industry has been turbocharged by it. And this may be an underestimate of its growth rate. This time last year, around 4% of active drugs had not been updated for more than 12 months. Whereas this year, we have reduced that figure down to 0.5%. The end result of the review, which we conduct for many drugs that haven't been updated for over a year, is a move of that drug to the no-development-reported NDR status, thus taking it out of the active data set. So improved scrutiny of drugs for which little new information has been released can lead to more being marked as inactive, thus actually lowering this year's active total. Without this improved scrutiny, we could be looking at double-digit growth for the total pipeline size. The speedboater pharma is indeed generating considerable churn in the R&D ocean. As well as the 6.3k new drugs added over the course of the last year, a total of 221 drug discontinuations were confirmed and a further 4,658 were moved out of the active data set as a result of being marked as NDR, actually similar figures to those seen in 2020. Fortunately, Any suppression in the overall pipeline size, brought about by improved editorial practice, has a systematic effect, so comparisons within each analysis will remain perfectly valid. Still, nearly 6,500 new R&D candidates joining the pipeline in a single year is quite extraordinary. How do these drugs break down by therapeutic area? No fewer than 38.8% of them have an anti-cancer focus with neurologicals coming in second at 14.7%, and anti-infectives, where most of the COVID-related entities reside, only coming in third with 12% of new drugs. Interestingly, this is well below the 17.5% of new drugs, which are focused on one or more rare disease, of which more later. Does its rapidly expanding waistline imply that everything is all shipshape and Bristol fashion in the world of pharma? As always, we caveat the excitement at a bigger-than-ever pipeline with the warning that the vast majority of these drugs are still pre-launch. So are costs with risks attached, rather than successful revenue generators curing patients. As Pharma followed on from a record-breaking year in 2020 when, despite the best efforts of the pandemic to derail it, it had its most successful year ever, delivering 82 new active substances, NASs, to the market? While we'll be dealing with the finalised list of 2021's drug debuts in the follow-up supplement to this report, early indications are that it was another very successful year, with over 60 confirmed NAS launches already. And this figure is set to rise. It does indeed seem then that the pharmaceutical industry is continuing to chart the right course through the choppy COVID-infested waters. The world is a book, and those who do not travel read only one page. St. Augustine.